0: scripture in Isaiah chapter 54, Isaiah chapter 54, verse number one. Amen. We are missing a lot of folk, and uh, maybe some of them are watching, or I don't know, but we miss you when you're not here, I tell you, if you're watching, amen. Isaiah chapter 54 and verse one. Sing, O barren, thou that didst not bear, break forth into singing, and cry aloud, thou that didst not travail with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife, saith the Lord. Enlarge the place of thy tent, let them stretch forth the curtains of thine inhabitation, spare not. Lengthen the cords and strengthen thy stakes, or thou shalt bring forth or break forth on the right hand and on the left, and thy seed shall inhabit the Gentiles and make desolate, make the desolate cities to be inhabited. Lord God, I thank you for your word today, God, that has come to us, Lord, from many centuries back. God, it's something, Lord, that we can recognize. In fact, that God, that there's a message here for us today. I'm asking you, God, to anoint my thoughts and minds, each one, God, to receive, Lord, Amen. A word from you, in Jesus' name, Amen. And you may be seated, Amen. Praise God, Amen. My thought is. Lengthen the cord, licks, lengthen thy cords, and strengthen thy stakes. Amen. I know it's uh, maybe a familiar scripture to some. Uh, Isaiah, he, Isaiah got the call of God back in the sixth chapter of Isaiah when he, t- when he uh, was in the temple praying and he saw the Lord high and lifted up, and uh, it was there that he got his calling and his his. Uh, Is direction from the Lord. And, of course, uh, if you have any kind of a sense of uh, the time in in this was that, uh, according to Thompson Chain Reference Bible, it was around 600 or 760 B.C. when Isaiah started prophesying. And he prophesied uh, for 60 years or 62 years or so. And uh, he was... uh, Still, five hundred or six hundred years uh, in BC uh, when uh, he uh, passed on this life, and I may I may make mention of some people's lives, and I'll I'll just make mention of Isaiah right now. That Isaiah, after sp- prophesying for approximately sixty plus years. Uh, they didn't like what he had to say much, and uh, so we, he uh, he left this life by being put into a holler log and sawed in two. That's what they really felt like, you know. They that, and that was that was his own people did that. His his prophecy did not satis- set well with them. But Isaiah was prophesying of periods of time and. And his prophecy covers, like I say, sixty years of time, and uh, he uh, he was it was through all the t- period of time, and ended up and in including the uh, carrying away of the ten tribes, the northern tribes of Israel, uh, to the to the Assyrians, and uh, then the attack, as you well know, in Hezekiah uh, was when Amen the Assyrians attacked uh, Judah and was going to carry them away. But uh, Isaiah told them they'll, they'll never even shoot an arrow into this place. And the next morning, there was 185,000 of the Assyrians uh, who was laying dead, and the rest of them went home. Amen. Isaiah's message was one of uh, restoration for Israel and prophesying to them of the blessings that was soon to come amen to them and you can read the uh chapters thirty nine through fifty four and we'll make mention of some of those uh, some of those sayings there uh, that je jerem or excuse me Isaiah was prophesying of the the things that was to come and even in all the times that he prophesying of judgments there was a there was a time that there was going to be a restoration and there was going to be a restoring of things amen and uh And you can read, and I'll just back up to chapter 43, and I'm going to read a few few verses out of these chapters here. Isaiah chapter 43 and verse number 10. You are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servants in whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he, and before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be after me. Verse 14 says, Thus saith the Lord amen your redeemer the Holy One of Israel for your sake I have sent to Babylon and have brought down all that there are their nobles and the Chaldeans whose cry is in the ships I am the Lord your holy one and the creator of Israel your king amen and so God's just letting them know who he is and what he has done for them amen and uh what what Amen, I suppose you can say what I can do for you if you will just allow me to. Amen. Chapter forty-five or forty-four. I'll begin to read at verse number six. Thus saith the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am first and I am the last, and besides me there is no God. And who who and who as I shall call and shall declare it and set in order for the for me since since the appointment of the ancient peoples and the things that are coming and shall come, let, let, let them show unto them. Fear ye not, neither be afraid, and and have not I told thee from the time and have declared it. Ye are even my witnesses. Is there a God besides me? Yea, I, there I know, I know not. There is no God. I know not. Amen. So he's talking about his identity, trying to let them know. You've got a God that's watching over you. You've got a God that's taking care of you. You've got a God telling you of good things to come if you will just even follow after what I am talking to you about. Chapter 45, I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no God besides me. I girded thee, thou hast not, hast not known me. That they may know, Amen, from the rising of the sun, Amen, to the from the go, from the from the rising of the sun and from the west that there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is none else. First twenty one. Tell ye and bring them near. Yea, let them take counsel together. Who hath declared this from ancient times? Who hath told it from the time? Have not I the Lord, and there is no God but else besides me, a just God and a Savior. There is none besides me. Look unto me, and be ye saved, all the ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is none else. Amen. So, so Isaiah was saying, I'm, you need to believe in a one God. There is one God. There is none other than me. Hallelujah. Idolatry has been something that uh, Brother Helsin was teaching, talking about this morning, amen, in a Sunday school lesson, that people are always having other things that's taking the place of God in their life. And God was trying to tell Israel, you don't need no one else but me. I'm the one that's going to watch over you. I'm the one going to take care of you. Amen. And then the 54th chapter, which is our text today, It opens up the revelation, what God is expecting from his people. Amen. Now I've told you who I am, and I've told you, amen, what I can do for you and what I have plans for your life, and this is what I'm expecting from you. Amen. And he says there in the 54th chapter, he said, I want you to enlarge, I want you to enlarge the place of thy tents and let them stretch forth the curtains of thine habitation. Speak not, Amen. Spare not. Excuse me. Lengthen thy cords and strengthen thy stakes. In other words, now I'm expecting Israel. You know, when you start reading the promises of God that Israel, the the property, the countries, and the uh, the land that they were supposed to uh, supposed to take from. Uh, from all the other countries there when God promised to Abraham to look to north, south, east, and west. Amen. Israel did not ever accomplish, they say, in David's time. He did take most of that. Amen. But Israel never really lived up to what God was expecting of them and promised them. And you can always see, and this this is what the lesson's about today, Isaiah, and, of course, we read on into Jeremiah that, how that Israel was suffering because they were not trusting God and believing God, and they were not licking the cords and strengthening the stakes. They were not spreading out. Amen. God was, uh, he, he wasn't pleased with Israel. They were just wanting to hold down the fort kind of a thing. Amen. Just we, 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 We've got enough area here and enough food uh, places to, uh, for our farming, and and, uh, we know what God's promised us, but uh, we're not going to fight no more for a while, you know? That's the problem with them that they were satisfied with so little. Enlarge the kingdom, he was saying, reach out to the world. God's purpose was to reach out by example and lifestyle Amen. To let the world know what God could do with people that would really, really trust in Him. Amen. To express God's purpose, amen, was to say the world is our manifestation or our, my my goal is to touch the world. Amen. Their concept of God chose chosen by them, they were to just build walls around themselves basically and Make sure that they were secure, and be satisfied. Sometimes I think that's the problem with the, this generation—that we are we are too satisfied with just a, a, a simple blessing of God. And uh, I was with sing. I go back to the song that was sang a while ago. Show us your glory, show us your glory. Are you satisfied with what you see God doing, and what you're satisfied? In? God's concept was to strengthen, Amen, or spread abroad the tents that the world, that the world be touched by the church, and the world be touched by Israel. Amen. Jesus proved to all of us that was God's will, because he became the propitiation for sin. He, he he died for the world. And not just the church. It is for us, Amen, to somehow take the message and and um, it's this is prophetical, Amen, Amen. Lengthen the cords and strengthen the stakes. Oh my God. The book of the book of Mark gives us some of Jesus' words and. I will just take a few uh, read a few scriptures there in the book of Mark, and these quotations of Jesus. Amen. Mark chapter five and verse nineteen has this to say: "Howbeit Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to show thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee, and hath had compassion on thee." Now here's Jesus talking to this Gadarean man, man of the tombs. Uh, He cast the devils out of him, and, and the man said, I want to go with you. And Jesus said, no, I want you to go back to the house, and I want you to tell all your neighbors, tell all your friends, tell them just what God has done. Show them by, hey, the Lord has freed me from sin. Amen. He had a great testimony to tell but he was satisfied, amen, and uh, he, he was just wanting to go with Jesus. Uh, but uh, Jesus said, no, you're, you, you've, you've got a story to tell, amen. Every one of us, I believe, has a story to tell. If we would just somehow accept the fact, amen, that God wants to use us, amen, in the ministering to others. Chapter 11 of, of Mark, here's another saying of Jesus in chapter 11 in verse number 2. He said unto them, Go your way unto the villages over against you, and as soon as you be entered into it, amen, you shall find a colt, tied. amen, whereon never a man set loose him and bring him here. For if any man say unto thee, Why do you do this? Say unto them, The Lord hath need of him, and straightway he will send him. Amen. And so, amen, here's a, here's a testimonial, amen, amen. You just tell him that God's got a use for him. Amen. And and the man will say, may the Lord bless you. Thank Him. Mark chapter 14. And again, verse number 13. Praise God. Mark chapter 14, verse 13. Has this to say. Amen. In verse 13, it says, And he was sent forth two of his disciples and saith unto them, Go ye into the cities, there ye shall meet you, a man bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him. And there was going to be the last supper. Jesus was just letting people know, I, 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 know I, I know what's going to take place. I know where you need to go. I know what's going to be there and so forth. He meant giving them a sense of directions in their lives. Mark chapter 16 And verse number 15 says this. And this is very popular to all of us, I'm sure. Verse verse number 16, amen. And verse 15, it says, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. Amen. So Jesus was giving commandments to his disciples. And here he's giving commandments to all of us. Because these these words, Amen, are a part of something that we know is the Great Commission. Amen. And I'm I'm saying that we're need to lengthen our cords and strengthen our stakes. Jesus' last words. Amen. While he was here in the earthly body is Acts chapter 1, verse 4 through 8. Amen. And he said yeah, yeah I just I'll just quote verse number eight. It's not for you to know, Amen. All the things. Well, let me just read this, Amen. He said it like this, and and being assembled together with them and commanding them, they should not depart from Jerusalem, Amen, until they but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith He, You've heard of me, John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized not many days hence, Amen. And he. He started in verse 7 again. It is not for you to know the time to the seasons, which the Father has put in his own, own, his own power. But ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And ye shall be witnesses, both, amen, Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Praise God. In other words, the earth, the world is waiting to hear the gospel. Amen. The world's waiting on us. In the early church, in the early church they uh, they they this is where they started expanding. Amen. Amen. Lengthen the cords and strengthen the stakes. Because the early church Lengthened the cords and strengthened the stake. Before the first century was over, before the first century was over, the tents had been, amen, they had been covering quite a large area: Judea, Samaria, Syria, Asia, Macedonia, parts of Turkey, France, or, or Greece, and Rome, all had heard the gospel before the first century was over. Those 12 men did most of that, a lot of that. Amen. In all these countries, Persia, Pakistan, India, Egypt, Libya, are mentioned in the Word of God that the early church in the first century, amen, spread the gospel out. Amen. And now it should be in all the world. Hallelujah. Just read this. Let me just read this to you. Andrew, the brother of Peter, he preached in Cynthia, in Georgia, in Bulgaria. Uh, that is countries uh, That is that Georgia there is a country just south of, uh, of Russia right now. Bartholomew preached in India. Armenia, and died there of martyrs' death. James, the son of Alphaeus, was stoned in Jerusalem. Matthew, the tax collector, preached in Iran and died there, Amen. in modern day what we would call Tehran. And if you read the article this last week, of a, a young lady there, 22 years old, was stoned to death because she would not dress in, in that uh or whatever, the, amen, and uh, Peter preached in Judea and to Rome and died there, as Brother Harrison was talking about, under Nero, amen, and crucified upside down. He said, I'm unworthy to be buried or, or crucified like my Jesus, my Christ, amen. Philip preached in Pergia in and crucified there. Thaddeus, amen, amen, preached in Mesopotamia and died there. Thomas preached in all his way to India, and when he got to there, he was martyred on the stake. Amen. All of these men obeyed what Jesus told them to do when, when he said go to all the world and preach the gospel. They were doing their best to lengthen their cords and strengthen their stakes. They were they were trying to reach what the Lord God had Ask him to do. And uh, I think that that is ought, to, ought to be something that you and I, amen, ought to be seriously considering our own selves. What can we do for God? We've we, we got to learn how to reach more because it's not a, Christianity is not a, an inclusive, amen, as far as saying uh, our reach is concerned. Our reach is to the world. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 5 and verse 42. And daily in the temple and in every house, they cease not, amen, to teach and to preach about Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. In the last part of of, of Isaiah, amen, 54 and 2, he says we are need to now. I I think the scriptures as we preach them, amen, are the prophetical words of the Lord in the Old Testament because Isaiah was, he he preached about the circumstances. He preached to the people, the Israel and Judah, mainly Judah. He preached to them about the sins that they were doing, and and God's judgment upon them, and it happened just like that. And then he started preaching about the things of restoration. Amen. And all the scriptures I was reading there a while ago, amen, that was was after, it it was the latter time, after as the ten tribes of northern tribes they were carried away captive, then he started talking to them about restoration and restoration. Amen. And sometimes I think that that's a message for this generation that we need to talk about a, a restoring what the early church amen started out trying to do and, and we, we we need to keep on amen until make sure that we have delivered our souls. Amen. By reaching the world. Amen. Strengthen the cord, but basically, he lengthened the cord, but basically strengthened the stake. A well known former uh, president of the Southern Baptist Association, when he became the president, they had a little meeting with all the, I don't know, the elders of the, 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 the uh, the leadership of the church, and uh, they, they made a little motion to him and the city like this. You know, they needed to broaden their tent. Using this same scripture that I read right here, we need to broaden our tent so we can encompass so much. Amen. And his reply was to them is this, it is broad enough now to save the world but not broad enough to, to compromise, compromise to, to compromise the truth, to tolerate heresies, to accommodate political correctness, nor deny the Bible miracles. We want to get broad enough. We want to lengthen the cords broad enough, but we are got to make sure there are stakes are in place. The way we won't, amen, compromise the truth, tolerate the heresies, accommodate the political correctness of our generation. And that's, that's this is now. I'm not prophesying or nothing. I'm just telling you, amen, you could start reading the Bible, it'll, it'll bring it up to date, bring it up to us today that there are things that we need to do, amen, and we cannot, amen, uh, how the political correctness that, uh, that the world has to offer in uh, some of the churches. And I appreciate what this man has said. Amen. And, and some of the folks that followed him didn't, didn't take his advice. The stakes must be driven deep. Amen. our ancestors, they made sure that we got the message. But it can't die with us. Amen. And it should not have died in the first and second centuries, and it did not. But it was surely, surely didn't, didn't have a, the power of, of spreading the gospel there for quite a while. Amen. But you and I have got it today, and it's our turn, amen, to make sure. As the I would say is the last runners in the race, the last generation, till we see the judgments of God. The things that that, that prophesied that's going to happen in the last days. I think we're almost staring in the face when you hear the the uh, political systems of this world, even in the last few days. Amen. What they're thinking about doing and 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 what has been declared. Amen. That we don't know how much hour, how many hours we'll have left. It's not that the Lord will come, but it's, Amen. Man's going to destroy himself, and if those days be shortened. There will be no, no flesh saved. Amen. And there's enough, there's enough uh, weapons now to destroy the world ten times if it was all loosened up or set free. Amen. Stakes must be driven deep. Hallelujah. The winds can't shake our faith. Hallelujah. The church needs more Holy Ghost power. Amen, and that is available to us. Show me your glory, song says. Moses saying, "Show me your glory," and you know what happened to him when that. Amen. He had a glowing face because, amen. He had gotten so close to God, amen, that he could he communicated with him. Amen. The world's attacked today as much as it ever has been. The armies are coming. The world's armies are coming. Amen. They may not be. They may not be with swords. They may not be, amen, with bombs. But there is a there is a power that's attacking the church today that we got to wake up in the fact to know that, amen. The church is not living up to what God has asked us to do. Amen on that. Praise God. The church needs more power. Amen. Amen. There's a. There's a, a movement that I just read some few days ago. Amen. That they were saying that uh, well, this Pentecostal talk-tonguing people are they're 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 drying up and they're they're no no longer. And they used they used a denomination that uh, says that there's hardly anybody ever gets the Holy Ghost in their denomination anymore. They're supposed to be uh, uh, one of the Pente- Pentecostal movements. And they use that. But I'm going to tell you, the, the real true church that's got its stake built down deep. Amen. Strong in the Lord. I believe that the Holy Ghost is still yet to be poured out. Amen. To every one of us. We need the Holy Ghost. We need to pray until we get the Holy Ghost. Amen. Nobody needs to walk out of here today. Amen. Unless they've said, amen. Brother Harsley was talking at the end of his, of his teaching. Amen. The Holy Ghost is for every one of us. Praise God. Hallelujah. The world is attacking the church. Amen. Amen. And that's just what the, the uh, man I just read to you, I didn't tell, him, tell you who he was, but read to you. Amen. When we, we need to take a stand against the abortion, this, they cry, it, 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 it's woman's rights. Amen. It's, it's a woman's rights, and you don't need to be messing with that. Another one is homosexuality. They said, amen, it's, it's the ch- their choice. It's not yours. And you need to leave it alone. And the morality, they said, in the world today, amen, it's, it's none of the church's business how we live outside the church. That's, that's, the, that's the age that we live in, folks. It's, it is mine and your business. It is mine and your business. Amen, about these things. It's abortion. It's minding your business about the homosexuality. It's minding your business about the morality of this world today. We need to preach about it, talk about it, and pray about it. Amen. And see God changing some things in this. Amen. We don't need, amen, to, have to write some rules. You don't do this. Don't do that. Amen. You just got to, amen, by the convicting spirit of God, strengthen your stake. Strengthen your stake. Amen. What is needful is an Acts 2, amen, message. Preach it all over and over again. That's when the Holy Ghost fell in the day of Pentecost. That's, what, that's, that's the church It's God's going to come back for. You hear me? Amen. We need to strengthen our doctrines. We need to strengthen our lifestyles. We need to let the world see us as Christians. Amen. And someone said that, Amen. That you're the only Christian some people, or Jesus, that uh, some people ever see, or you're the only, you're the only thing that the, the world will ever see. A Christian, Amen. We got to reach the last generation. Hallelujah, and we have so much. We we live so much on the defensive. We live so much on the defensive. We. Are not uh, not very vocal with, our, with what we believe we're not very vocal with our, amen what we, God has done for us. Everybody's got a testimony of what God has done for them. That testimony needs to be told here and there. amen Brother Justin and I was talking to a man yesterday and uh, that uh, he just uh, uh, he, he just told us uh, I need to go back to my roots and his roots was in a Pentecostal church. I need to get back to my roots and, uh, um, I don't know for sure where he's going to come or not, but he made us think he was. Anyway, amen. We need to praise God to defend our message. To, amen. Drive our stakes so deep that nobody can shake us. Hallelujah. Nobody can shake us. Hallelujah. In, invest in his soul when, rather than some of this world's prosperity. Need to have some investment in the souls of mankind. Brother Hurst was talking a while ago, and uh, you know, I'm, 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 I am not going to rub anything, amen, raw here because this church has blessed the world. Amen. I say that because there's fifty church, fifty nations that this church has support missionaries in it. Amen. So we're. We're we're doing something. Praise God to spread this gospel around the world. Hallelujah, Amen. That's where you and I can feel like we are a part of. When when we know that there's 50 nations in this world that that we have a we have a missionary there that we support, Amen. Somewhat, amen. We don't give it all the support, but, we, Amen. We, there'll be some souls in heaven, Amen. That you can say. Amen, they tell you, thank you for sending that missionary, praise God. It's the purpose, amen, it is the purpose of the church to reach the world. It's the commandment of Jesus to reach the world, amen, hallelujah. And we want to do our part by strengthening and lengthening, lengthening the cords and strengthening the stakes. Wherever we, amen, the cord is, there's got to be a stake driven. Amen. We can't open broadly, as was said there by the, the leadership of the Southern Baptist Convention, amen, that they could encompass a lot of other things. But their leader at one time said, amen, we're not going to compromise anything with the purpose of trying to reach the world. It's this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness and then the end shall come. Shall we stand? I hope I've said some words today that would make us feel like that we've got to be about the Father's business. Jesus said it when he was 12 years old, And when he was 33, he said, it's finished. He did what he was sent here to do. I hope, pray to God, that I can at least get part of mine done enough. And I hope to pray that every one of us, see, I'm here for a purpose. I'm not here just to hear the gospel message and say, you know, I feel better about myself because I feel like I'm saved. The only way I can feel better, and we all should feel better, is to know that we've expended our strength for the purpose of reaching our world. Lord God, we're thankful for your word. And I don't know where I've touched the hearts of people or not, but I do know, Lord, that it's your word. And I pray that it speaks to us now. Lord, when we go home today, it speaks to us. We're here for a purpose. And we want you to fulfill that purpose. May God some way, we double up on our efforts. We strengthen God, our stakes. and Make sure, Lord, that wherever we are, amen, we have an umbrella of something that we can hold around people and love them and let them know that God, their soul is more important to to, to us than just being a friend. We've got to tell them about you. Oh, Jesus, we pray for your anointing upon our hearts and our minds. It's for your glorious purpose, Lord, that I'm speaking now. Because without you, Lord, we're just an entertainment center. And I ask you, God, to anoint us, God, for your purpose. In Jesus' name, amen. Praise the Lord. If you feel like you want to talk to God about some of what I've said, you want to nail down your stake a little bit deeper, a little more committed, would you want to step out and come to us altar today? And, oh, food's waiting on you. Yes, that's your other God take time for it, Lord, right now. Let's talk to the Lord about it.